Hi friend, welcome back to the show. If you're a mom with an estranged relationship with your adult child, you might have reached the conclusion that your relationship cannot be fixed. You've tried everything you think. Texting, calling, writing a letter, pleading for an explanation or another chance. You tried going silent and none of it worked. Obviously, it's time to throw in the towel so you can move on with some happiness in your life, right? Wrong. But the enemy hopes you believe that. In this episode, I'm talking about why your either-or problem is actually an and situation. I'm also going to tell you how to feel better without making choices you'll regret down the road. Let's talk about it. Hey friend, welcome to the Christian Empty Nest Moms podcast. Have you been wondering what's next for you? Did you pour so much of yourself into being a mom that now you're unsure who you are or what your purpose is? Would you love to wake up with excitement for the day with God at the center of all you do? Are you ready to stop feeling like the best part of your life is over? Hi, I'm Jenny Good, Jesus follower, certified coach, an empty nest mom of three, also a big fan of snowstorms and hot tea. When my youngest left home, I was unsure who I was or what my purpose would be. The self-help books were not enough. I needed something more. The enemy tried to level me through the death of my son, adult child estrangement, and empty nest syndrome. But God fought for me and by his grace, I use my former pain as a platform to help my sisters in Christ. God revealed to me that we each have a unique soul print composed of our identity, purpose, and impact. I learned how to plug into my purpose and joy, and now it's my mission to help you do the same. So get ready for real talk, tactical tools, and inspiring stories about Jesus, purpose, joy, and parenting young adults. Grab your journal, your favorite colored pens, and a cup of tea. It's time for Christian Empty Nest Moms. Hello, friend. Welcome. Come on in. In our visit this time, I want to talk to you about what's really going on when you think your estrangement from your adult child cannot be fixed. This is especially common for moms who've been dealing with a family estrangement for a long time. You become emotionally fatigued from stress, anxiety, guilt, anger, and hinging your happiness on your adult child's responses. It's understandable that your brain decides that it would be less painful to close the door on the situation and do the best you can to have a happy life. But here's the thing. Your brain only has it halfway right. You should enjoy your life. Once you've processed your emotions and taken time to grieve, you absolutely should begin living your life again. So your brain is right about the need to have happiness in your life. But you think it's an either or thing, black and white thinking, but it's actually an and situation. You can leave the door open to reconciliation and live a happier life at the same time. You might think that you need to make big decisions, like writing a letter to tell them you'll never contact them again, that you are finished, cutting them out of your will, 
returning all their belongings that are sitting in your basement. Or maybe you think you have to stop thinking of them and try to forget that they even existed. No, sis, no. You do not have to do any of that in order to feel better. As a coach, one of my jobs, if you will, is to help you see what your brain is doing, and then you get to decide if that's what you really want. So let me tell you what your brain is actually doing when you feel that all or nothing urgent thinking. Your brain is trying to make you feel better and keep you safe. At one time, our ancestors' brains needed to be very aware of potential threats in the wild. They faced dangers of animals eating them or other potentially fatal events. Their brains were always scanning, looking for danger, and trying to make sense of the world around them. Sorting and labeling things were a part of that process. We still face dangers today, of course, but in many ways we live in a very different type of lifestyle and world than our ancestors did. So when your brain is trying to make sense of what's happening with the estrangement from your child, it's not liking the fact that it doesn't understand it. Your brain perceives what it cannot sort and label as danger. So it sounds the alarms and signals for the release of stress hormones in your body. And it's trying to shut down the triggering events that are causing what it perceives as danger. Your brain tells you that if you eliminate your openness to reconciliation, if you close the door to them ever changing their mind, that you also close the door to the threat and therefore you'll feel better. Based on that thought, you might take some actions, like sending that I am done with you letter, and you might actually feel a sense of relief for a little while. And that's really just a band-aid on the problem. Because underneath of that relief, something is simmering. It's your true feelings, feelings of unprocessed pain and trauma, and a desire for hope. And even if you manage not to acknowledge those feelings, it's very unlikely that they're going to just go away. They will probably still be there, bubbling under the surface and causing a sense of restlessness. Being in denial does not erase the feelings from existence. Have you ever heard the advice that you should never make a drastic change in your hairstyle or get a really different haircut when you just broke up with someone? We can really want to do that because our brain tells us that making that change and exerting the control is going to make us feel better. But you know what usually happens instead? We usually end up regretting it. The same thing applies with the estrangement from your child. Instead of making big decisions about closing the door forever, let's focus on calming your central nervous system and taking some small steps to bring more peace and happiness into your life. To help calm your central nervous system, you can try involving your senses. Things like running your hands over a fuzzy blanket while sipping some warm tea. You can make a daily, evening, or morning ritual of this, and try that for 30 days and see what happens. You can involve your sense of smell with scented candles or baking an apple pie. Bring in your sense of sight by taking a walk and enjoying the colors and the sights of your outdoor environment. You can also calm your central nervous system by changing your internal self-talk. Replace thoughts that make you feel powerless with thoughts that speak life over your situation. 
For example, if your brain offers the thought that your son or daughter is evil and they're never going to change, you can replace that thought with the thought that your child has been deceived by the enemy, but God can break the spirit of deception. Aside from calming your central nervous system, you can also take some small steps to bring more happiness into your daily life. Think about some simple things that bring you joy. It might be something like watching a favorite movie, knitting a blanket to donate, or spending time with your small group at church. Maybe fresh flowers in the living room puts a smile on your face. That's a big one for me. Simple little things are sometimes the gateway to learning to enjoy your life in parallel with the estrangement. Okay, friend, that's what I have for you this time, and I hope that it blesses you. Hey, sister friend, thanks for spending time with me. If this podcast inspired you, blessed you, or helped you in some way, I'd love for you to share it with another mom who could be edified by it. Also, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This helps more moms like us find and be blessed by the show. Remember, you are salt and fire. You're a daughter of the Most High King, and joy is available to you.